Welcome to episode 54 of the Inside Bite. I'm your host, Tim Schaefer. I'm here with my co-host, Rudy. How you doing this week? Hey, Tim. I'm good. Uh, glad to be back in town. But first and foremost, let's all make sure we don't skip over Tim's birthday, which was yesterday. So happy birthday, Tim. Happy belated birthday, I guess. We should yeah, say. yeah, yeah. We're actually <laughs> supposed to record yesterday, so it would have been like on my birthday. But I'd say it's better not, you know. Yeah, we had a birthday bash planned, um, fireworks. We had cake <laughs> going on. It was great. So <laughs> no, I'm good, man. I just, my summer so far, I'm definitely not complaining. It's been amazing, but it's just nonstop. Like I've taken two trips already and I have another next week and I'm just like living out of a suitcase at this point. Like I, I'm not unpacking because I keep leaving. <laughs> so. I, I'm in a similar boat. I have yet to <laughs> just sit and chill. So Seriously. yeah, like I have a lot of games list of what I play, but I'm talking like what 30 minutes to an hour at best. And usually, you know, I, I get a little more time to myself, but it's just been yeah. insanity every day having to do this and that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm right there with you. It's, it's, I'm looking forward to just sitting down and be able to play some games, but I haven't really played much lately. So, all right, let's get into this Rudy's round robin. That's right. It's been, it's been a little bit. It's been a little while. I figured it, it was time. Okay. Okay, I got it ready. There's someone okay, here we yeah. haven't done we haven't done yet, so I think we should be good to go. All right. So is one of them, do you eat your mac and cheese with ketchup? <laughs> That's not one of them, but I'm curious to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, I know we had this one before, but I kind of feel like this is one that could we could easily answer more than once, which is what's a game that you put down that you want to go back to at some point. Last time, I think we both said Neo too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have I have so many. Let <sighs> me try to think out of all of them, which one I really. Well, I'm really actually really... doing one right now because okay. I played a little bit of Mega Man Eleven. I bought it on Switch, but it's 30 FPS compared to 60 of the other platforms. Once uh, I and I didn't even know that buying it, it was just on sales like cheap 10 bucks. So I went in and right anyway. So now that I'm about to get the Steam Deck, I'm like, ooh, I want to try it. And so I was playing it a bit last night. And yeah, I'm kind of like sucked in again. But that's going to be, I've been waiting since it came yeah. out. It's probably been a year or two at this point. So that's the game for me of like okay. really badly, always in the back of my mind wanting to actually play through because I've played and beat every other Mega Man game. Right, series, right. So. Yeah, I enjoyed that one. I thought that was a good one. For me, it's uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 because I started playing the Kingdom Hearts games and I was like determined to play through all of them. I played the first one, the card-based one, and then I started 2, and it was great so far. And I don't know what happened, and I'm really bummed that I haven't gotten back to that yet, but I want to... I actually beat Kingdom Hearts 2 for the first time last year. I was playing through the collections. Uh, So I was talking with um, Daniel when he came on the show from the Current Gen podcast, and... uh, I was telling him, yeah, I was playing through it all, and I beat two for the first time like last year, and so that was really awesome. It has an incredible ending; it really does. That's awesome. I, I'm yeah. definitely looking forward to catching up with that story, as crazy as it seems to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, two's still like, like okay, it's getting a little crazy, but it's, it's not too bad. It gets crazier after, to be honest. I see. Okay. All right, let's hit one more. All right, so this is kind of related to what you said about the mac and cheese, but <laughs> it's just basically a food you want right now. Ooh, um, oh, man, what's a good one right now? I want an omelet. <laughs> that does sound pretty just good. Just a big-ass omelet. A so bunch I, of toppings <laughs> all filled in it. I went, I went, um, when I went away this time, I went for a bachelor party, right? And when you go to a bachelor party, you can't really, you can't really be the guy who's like, well, I don't want to pay for that. You know, you're there for, yeah, you know, yeah. you got to go extravagant, right? So we went to this steakhouse and it was ridiculous prices. I'm talking about like thousands of dollars our bill was, okay? And it was a bunch of people, like 12 people. So we ended up splitting it up. Still a lot of money. Yeah. But that being said, the steak I had there was probably the best steak I've ever had in my entire life. And it's all I've been thinking about since that hey, day. At least so. you could say that. At least, oh like, God. what if you paid all that and it was one of the right. worst steaks? And it was you one had of the worst. Life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, the mac and cheese they had, I've never had okay. mac and cheese from like a really, really high end fancy Me place. Either. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was good. Pretty, I mean, pretty damn good. Yeah. 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 Nice, so nice. here's what I want to know Do they have some like, 
I don't know. It's like harder, crunchier cheese on top. I mean, that's 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 uh, the way you got to go. Like it's yeah, big. definitely, definitely. Okay, yep. you okay. could see. It's almost like you could you could see the layer on top. Yes. You know. Good. Um, okay. That's how, that's how you make it. Yeah. Oh, it's good stuff, man. I, that, that actually makes me think of, uh, God, now I'm just thinking about food all day now. Uh, that actually makes me think of when I went on, on this cruise recently, there was a dessert that they gave me one day. I don't know if it was like, I honestly don't remember the name of it, but it had a hard top. Like think of, think like ice on top of water. Right. And you'd okay. break into it and it was really sweet. And then underneath it was like a yogurt consistency or something like that. I don't know if it was like a flan or something, but it was hard on top, which I thought was cool. You like break it apart on top. That's so good. Anyway, that's what I'm thinking about food now. So <laughs> thanks for that, Spinner. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's get into the news and uh, kick it off here with this first one. It's a big one. Okay. So we got God of War Ragnarok. Finally, release date. PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4 on November 9th. Did you think we were actually going to get this this year before this came out? Okay. Well, one, my first thought is, God, I wish they would have took in November 11th. And they they took Skyrim's date and uh, what's the, I was about to say No Man's Sky. Wow. Um, (laughs) Sky, what am I, (laughs) the, the new Bethesda game. What am I thinking? I remember that Immortals movie came out on, Something similar, 11, 11, 11, or something way back when, too. But yeah, that they missed. That's a missed opportunity right there. Okay. Why am I, why am I blanking on Starfield? Oh my God. Starfield, yeah. Yeah. Starfield is supposed to be 11, 11. And it'd been really cool since they delayed it if PlayStation would have just went like, okay, we'll take that spot. And it would have been like brought back old, like, I don't know, gives me that sort of like Sega versus Nintendo or Nintendo versus PlayStation old days of them just being like really aggressive against each other. Kind of miss that. Wow, that would have been. And November 9th is like a Wednesday. I looked it up and I'm like, (laughs) you don't even release games on a Wednesday. Friday would have been the 11th. That would have been perfect. They're they're clearly trying to like maybe not make it a thing so it doesn't spark maybe the conversation gets stolen because they're talking about that instead of the game anyway anyway right, right but realistically god of war ragnarok itself i mean what what are you thinking about we actually playing it in november it's so strange i'm in this weird spot right now where i haven't been playing my playstation really for whatever reason like i have horizon on there which is a game i'm really looking forward to but ever since i played elden ring and then i just keep looking at my steam library going over and over and over and I haven't revisited it, so I want to get out of that funk before this comes out because I know this is going to be well, a great game. Well, because Switch is popping, right? I mean, we're, yeah, we're well, that to too. live alive, too, yeah. and you got to play through that demo, but you were just playing Triangle Strategy. There's a lot of good stuff. Oh, yeah. Upon, oh, yeah. And I'm about to be jumping into Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Switch. So, like, yeah, I haven't really messed with my PlayStation, but there hasn't really been... I mean, Xbox too, there's no real like big release when it comes to Xbox or PlayStation in terms of big game releases, right? Switch yeah, seems to yeah. be the, and Steam, like that's where I'm at right now, right? I've so. been playing nothing but my Steam Deck and my Switch. Like I can't, yeah. I think the portable aspect of it is doing a lot for me right now because I'm just constantly wanting to, like I don't want to sit down in front of my TV right now and play my PlayStation. And if you do, it's nicer like sitting on the couch with the handheld while you're just having some right. sort of tv or movie playing in the background and you're just yeah 100 especially yeah. like something like cuphead that's that's a great one to like put on some uh comedy special or something and just play cuphead you know but god of war itself um i don't know i'm trying to sort of get a vibe check with this i yeah. don't know where i'm at like i super loved the uh, god of war 2018 Right. Um, it's not my favorite. I mean, Death Stranding is maybe my favorite PS4, but if we're talking top three, it has to land one, two, or three somewhere in that. But for yeah. whatever reason, I'm like, I don't know. Like, I think I know why. The same thing with Super Mario Galaxy that I say a billion times. Like when the right. second one came out, I'm like, okay, but I kind of been through this, and I right. it was super special. But I don't know if I want to do it again. That's, um, that's, I, yeah. that's all, that's all it is. Honestly, I think a lot of us feel that way. The first one was such a surprise, a fr- you know, such a, a fresh breath of air. It was something different. And so not to say that this is not going to be a great game because it's going to be similar to the last one. It'll be a good game, but it's not going to have the same effect as it had for the first time. Yeah. You know? And I feel like, you know, is that even fair to give on the game? I guess so, because this applies to many games and many oh, series, yeah. right? A lot of them, a lot of them. 
so yeah, that's where I'm at with this. I, I don't know how to feel about it because I honestly, realistically, I don't care that much. Um, I mean, I not to, not to say it's not going to be good or anything. I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. I just kind of like, I'm trying to find reasons to get hyped and it's just kind of right. not there for me. I don't know. No, I, I don't know. I, to- weird. I totally get it. I think as we get closer, maybe we'll both start to feel a little more excited. But as of right now, it's just not even. I mean, that trailer really. was very anticlimactic as well. When they released the release date, it's just some like 30 second CGI quick little. I don't know. I don't we don't even know what we really saw much of. Yep. Just fast things sort of ended. That was a little like I thought it was going to be a bigger ordeal. When it came to actually releasing when we're going to play it. Did you watch that? It was very short and very. Just I did. Meh. I did watch it. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, uh, it was a, you know, interesting for a CGI trailer, but nothing. The release date, I thought the release date would get me like way more excited, but yeah, whatever. Maybe you know. they'll do a Sony direct. I'm sure they will. Right. Like a state of play thing. Oh, I would think so. Yeah. And then maybe that will get us hyped. But at the same time, do we want a ton of detail on this next game? Maybe it's best. We know as little as possible. Right. But it's just, we also need to start this hype train, right? This is supposed to be, I mean, this is their biggest release. Pro- what? Until Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine. I mean, this is the best you're going to get at a PlayStation yeah. for a while. For it is going to be a big, one, a big release. So, yeah, for like, sure. we need to build up this hype. It's just not there for me right now. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm, um, sure it'll, I'm sure it'll change when we get closer, hopefully, but we'll and see. I, I, I could just see the other end of the listener that is super hyped. Be like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, what's your problem? Yeah. <laughs> But I don't know. It's just, you know, it's just not there. I don't know. Again, just to clarify, I think we both feel the same way that we know this is going to be a good game. It's just, for whatever reason, it's just not exciting. Like 100% I'm getting it. I mean, oh, this yeah. is, yeah, it, it's just, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll That's get cool. more excited when it gets closer. Yep. But it is really cool that it's hitting this year. It is. That's quite big. I, w- I was expecting it to get pushed. I mean, I think a lot of people were. we didn't see much of it and there hasn't been much talk on it. So I was assuming that, you know, maybe there's some issues or something. But, you know, it's good to know that, oh, their heads were just in the sand and they were just working really hard. And that's all it really was. So that's good. Yeah. I wish I felt a little more strongly on but yeah it's just not with you. to be honest this next one the Valkyrie Elysium. I'm a big fan of the Valkyrie series, but it's been I mean, since the last one was on PS2. So for me, it was like it, there was one on PS1, PS2. There was like a PSP sort of port or whatever. And then it's been vacant ever since. And now that it's back and I used to love these games in my head, I'm way more excited for this uh, just because it's like one of my favorite series coming back after so long. Valkyrie Elysium will launch on PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4 on September 29th. This is weird. And then it arrives on Steam November 11th kind of getting that like switch treatment where it comes out a little later right but i watched the trailer to this they released a new one so i wasn't really excited about this before until this news came out and then we got we got like a three and a half minute trailer going over a lot of gameplay a lot of about the game and all of that wow this looks phenomenal this looks much better than i was expecting i was a little down on it before but same with star ocean now that we're actually seeing more details and it being a lot more polished this looks phenomenal i'm so excited about this valkyrie profile lenith comes to playstation 5 playstation 4 on september 29th the same day that valkyrie elysium launches so the ps1 original is also releasing coincide with the release of the new game now i don't know if that means one of those playstation classic ordeals or if it's sort of like a cleanup version i kind of hope it's a cleanup version than just the original ps1 i'll take either or though that'd be nice forever since i played anyway but I think they're doing this because this is, you need to know some of the previous games. You don't have to play through them, but it's good to at least know the characters a little bit before going into the new one. So getting this and getting the old one along with it is cool. You could buy it separately or you can buy a part of the digital deluxe edition. That's 75 bucks when the game comes out. So does that mean the game is going to be 15 bucks since there's a $15 difference here? Interesting. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. People are excited, though. I mean, you should pull it up. Yeah, I don't know much about these games. Just skim through it, like 10 seconds max, and you'll understand what I mean. This looks, it looks so cool. I'm going to take a look, because I'm not very familiar with these games, but I see the reaction to them is, um, you know, pretty strong reaction, so. 
All right. On another note, we got, man, I'm so excited for this game. We got Sea of Stars, retro RPG prequel to The Messenger, delayed to 2023. That's okay with me. Take as much time as you need because the game looks really, really cool. Uh, and that'll give me time to actually play The Messenger, which I still have not played. I mean, I played it. I loved it. I just didn't beat it. I got to the part where it like, switches styles. I don't know if it's midway exactly, but there's a point in the game to where it switches from like an NES 2D side-scroller to a Super Nintendo side-scroller gotcha. sort of deal. And then it also switches it into more of like a Metroidvania with like a map and everything. I love when they do stuff like that. But basically yeah. they just said a word from the team as we are closing in on a very big milestone, the road to launch becomes clearer and we find ourselves here with a large body of text and our logos at the bottom. Keep in mind our two main priorities, quality of life for our team and the quality of the finished game. We can now confirm the Sea of Stars will be released in 2023. We understand waiting is a big ask and want to sincerely thank our community for the overwhelming support and positive vibes. In the meantime, we are looking at options to get a playable slice out to everyone this year. All the love. So... That's kind of cool. You know, they, they don't really BS us or pull any punches, just straight up what what's going on. And we might get a piece of the game to play, you know, ahead of time. Hopefully they've learned from Nintendo and they do the carry your progress over. That'd be nice. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to also, that. Also, this game was supposed to be like Switch PC, but there was no PlayStation announced. Now there is. So do know that. So if you're a PlayStation um, fan, I guess that would benefit you even more then. Forspoken delay till January 24th. Now, you know me, I've been really iffy on this game this whole time, and this just further proves my iffiness. What is happening here? I don't know. It was um, supposed to be May, then it was like yes. October, now it's January. For me personally, this is another game that I'm interested in, but I'm not like salivating, like waiting for this, you know? But so it's like, whatever. Keep delaying it. I don't really care. Hopefully, it's good when it comes out. <laughs> But yeah, this is very strange how it keeps getting pushed and pushed and pushed. Like, man. But the fact that this is the team behind Final Fantasy 15 and that got pushed, I mean, infamously, probably more than any game ever, <laughs> literally switch titles from Final Fantasy 13 versus all the way to 15. So it just doesn't look good for the creator of that also coming here. And then the same thing repeating over here, like, they have a hard time getting a game out there. And I don't know if it's the engine. And if it is the engine, why did you continue to go with it? Because it was the same engine as 15 as well. I don't, I don't know. I'm not expecting much out of this at all. Because I don't. I just don't. Now, the messaging on this is a little different than previous. I don't know if you saw it. But they were worded in the sense of like, we were talking with our third party partners. And then they thought it was best that if we pushed it. Either that means Sony saw it and is like, yo, this isn't up to snuff, you know, right. we need this to be better. And then that's why they pushed it. Or it means that if they were to release in the time frame that they would release in, God of War is too close to that. I think it was like the end of October and then God of War like a week later hitting that November 9th. So maybe that's the reason too. There's a lot of ways you could sort of see this. I'm seeing it as... Clearly, I mean, the, the third time they're pushing this, I'm going to assume that there's a more of a problem with this game that needs to be fixed before release. I think it honestly might even be both. I think yeah. there could be yeah. some issues, and I think they're also like, let's get out of the way. So, <laughs> I don't know. We'll find out soon enough, I'm sure. And then we have uh, Fantasy Star Online 2 and Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis for PS4 coming west on August 31st. Uh, I know you're a big fantasy star guy right yes i was so excited for new genesis hitting xbox when it did microsoft has been real big pushing like getting sega being partners with them getting stuff on their machines same with the new atlas game coming they've been communications with sega a lot uh, sarah bond is really big with sega and they, she put out multiple messages that you read in the background of her being really close to Sega and always trying to get more deals and more deals happening with him. Anyway, so it was stuck on Xbox for years. And it's finally released on PlayStation August 31st. I want to say yeah. this is probably three, if not four years of exclusivity to Xbox once it came west. Now, New Genesis released in 2020. And I was so hyped for that to come out because, ooh, new Fantasy Star Online 2 content, which there hasn't been any in years. Problem is, like, the gameplay is amazing. It looks great. Everything's like what I'd want it to be. The problem is the progression system. Like, I eventually fell off because after a month or two of trying to figure out what to even do, how to level up, how to progress, it's so 
confusing and convoluted and just weird. And I eventually just fell off after trying to. I don't know. I, I'm so lost on the progression of this game, how to even go to new areas. It's so like I'm just playing some. Why is mm-hmm. this so confusing? It's, it's so <laughs> weird. I don't know how to describe it. But anyway, this is awesome. It's coming to PlayStation. But me personally, like I was super hyped. And now I'm just kind of down on this game. I reinstalled it like two months ago and tried to give it another shot. And I'm just running around an open field being lost yet again. And I'm just like, I give up. And I uninstalled it again. And I don't know. I don't know. I need I need somebody to show me the way. So uh, find us on Facebook. Send me a message and say, hey, you know, I'll join you with you online and I'll explain this game to you because I've I've tried to YouTube left and right, like how to how to progress and all that. And nobody seems to really it's like I'm the only one with this issue or something. I don't get it. So anyway, I I, I feel you. I mean, especially when the games become too obtuse or complicated like that, it's just like turns people off, you know, even someone (laughs) who just try it out. (laughs) But yeah, it's coming to PlayStation. Um, That's super cool. I mean, it's it was launched on PlayStation in Japan when the game came out. It just wasn't in the West, but it's finally happening. So anybody into this, you know, that's cool. I mean, it, it is huge. It is Sega's biggest moneymaker. There are millions of players on this thing. It's gigantic in Japan. It's just not much of a Western thing. And uh, maybe it will because of this. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, former Bungie director joins 343 Industries to work on Halo Infinite. Joseph Staten made a tweet. He said, I'm happy to confirm veteran Paul Burton on has joined the team as studio technical design director. Paul and I met in 1999 back in Bungie's Chicago days and then shipped Halo 1 through 3 ODST and reached together. I'm thrilled to have Paul help lead the future of Halo Infinite. That's so cool. not only do we have Joseph Staten come back and help on this game, now we have another lead come on. And he was currently working Bungie, and he went back to help on this. And I'm sure both of these guys, obviously, they love the Halo series. I mean, they oh yeah, from the ground up, and it's good to get another person on board to help fix this game. I mean, yeah, I think it's great that they are getting someone who did the original. I mean, the original three that's huge, you know. And ODST and Reach people love those games, so. Yes, um, I'm all for this. This is good news. So, I mean, this is nothing a week later we'll see a result of, but, you know, maybe in six months to a year, we can actually see a big yeah. shift on, on this game. I actually uh, fired up, fired up uh, Halo Infinite yesterday, first time in a while. Nice. Um, and it was it was good. Like, I was pretty happy with a lot of the things I saw. There was... Um, you know, your, all your standards. It seems like they've added a lot of modes. There was a new map I played. Like, okay, now, for example, when you do uh, Rumble Pit, which is, you know, free-for-all. Yeah. It basically has a ton more game modes within it now. Like, there's, like, shoddy snipers, and there's, like, team snipers now. I saw. Oh, cool. cool. A lot more modes. I, so I, th- I thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah. So definitely uh, looking forward for us to, like, all of us to jump in again at some point and have, you know, all this new content, you know? So that'll be nice. And, and we've said it plenty of times, but say it one more time. Like, the, the game's great. The game's, oh, the game's perfectly fantastic. fine. It's just a matter of the content. It's supposed to be, like, a live service game. They're supposed to, like, you know, when we look at the competition, they're just falling so far behind when it comes to what i don't know fortnite or warzone or whatever other big live service game there are you're just sort of playing the same thing over and over again and it doesn't feel as fresh air as the competition but which is weird because this is this should be their biggest ip and microsoft is one of the richest companies in the world and that's why we're assuming they should be able to make this happen, and yet they're just not. But what's been designed already is good. Yeah, it, it's yep. just that. It's just that. But hopefully things can change. And um, honestly, I kind of wish they would have just like released the game and not in that manner and said, "Oh, we're just making another classic thing, and these are the modes and blah blah." blah. And if they just like convert people's expectations, the problem is the game still isn't even complete though. Like at least like Halo Three. But you had Forge and you had co-op campaign. Again, once Forge gets released, all of this can be fixed anyway because the community will now be able to build content and everything's fixed. Yeah, good point. See, this is how out of the loop I am on certain things with Halo because I got tired of waiting to hear about it. So Forge is still not out yet. 
still not out. That is so crazy. Yeah. Like, what are we waiting for? <laughs> that there, is uh, a big fix, in my opinion, that will oh solve it all. Oh, my God. That's that's nuts. Hold on. When's there's the, not even any news on, like, the co-op is coming soon, but there's no news on Forge even, like, Jesus. I'm trying to look right now to see if anything, but no, I'm not. That's just absolutely ridiculous. There's no excuse for that. <laughs> All, all they keep saying is, oh, it's coming, but we don't know how, when, all that. Oh, boy. All right. Yeah. Well, something that kind of hit me a little harder was our Yu-Gi-Oh! boy creator. Let's see. Yeah. Let me try this. Uh, Kazuki Takahashi dies at 60 yeah, years old. Yeah, I think he nailed it there. So sad. You know, obviously, I know a ton of us grew up watching Yu-Gi-Oh! It's a huge deal for, <laughs> I guarantee, the majority of people who are into video games and stuff like that. I mean, I watched season one Yu-Gi-Oh! And yeah, it was it was huge for me. I didn't play the card game much, but I have friends of mine my age when we were teenagers playing this, you know? Right, right. And of course, there's still people that play it now. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I feel like 60 is so young to, to pass, man. It's crazy. It's crazy so to think about. So I, I was looking into a little... Pretty much, he died, and they're trying to figure out what even happened. They still don't even know exactly. Oh. So, yeah. See if there's... It's still under investigation, so there's that. See if any more unknown causes. That's crazy. He was uh, traveling alone at a popular vacation destination, had apparently been snorkeling when he died of unknown causes. Well, I mean, it can't be something as obvious as he drowned or something, right? Right? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, because they'd be able to be like, oh, one right. filled with water, and that's that. So well, I'm sure we'll there must be something that. more complicated. Like, anyway. what did somebody like shank him while he was right? <laughs> Some crazy thing like that. Well, rest in peace to our uh, our boy there. Why he was? Did it say snorkeling? It said that he was snor. It said the Coast Guard said that he was snorkeling and died okay, from unknown so, causes. Wow, that's weird. So literally yesterday, that's what I went to go do. I went out on a boat and I went snorkeling. It's crazy, man. I wonder if, if the Coast Guard like pulled his body from the water or something, or I don't know. I, who who knows, man? But anyway, I'm sure we'll we'll figure it out. Pokemon Puzzle League joins Switch Online expansion pack July 15th. I know we keep getting sprinkled of here's another N64 game, but this is a big one. Um, I don't know if you've ever played this, but uh, Tetris Attack, even on Super Nintendo, it's the same sort of vein. Nintendo had this puzzle game, and then they would apply it to different IPs. But it is really, really good premise, and it's really unlike anything else. I mean, there's a lot of really close things that have came out afterwards, like if you certain mobile games can hit it really, really similar to this. But nothing's quite hits the same as this or Tetris Attack on Super Nintendo. And I can sit here and play these for like hours. And it is probably the only puzzle game I even like. I can play Tetris a little bit and it's cool and all, but this is what I prefer, uh, the style here. And so it makes me want to be like, oh, God. Weirdly enough, this is the one that makes me want the N64 expansion back just to play Pokemon Puzzle League. But <laughs> it is a really, really good game for real. It's very, very underrated. And um, just looking up a video or something like that, you're not going to understand. It's just it's just the mechanics of it. It's almost like when you play Luminous for the first time and you're like, whoa, there's something here that's so different than the rest. And I, I feel the same way with this game. It's, Very cool. It's a right. really good puzzle. All right. That yeah. sounds cool. To check that out. And uh, one more piece of news. It takes two celebrate 7 million copies sold. That, that's so cool to me because the game is so specific in what it's trying to do. It doesn't really right. appeal to everyone, I don't think, because uh, you have to play with another person. Uh, I think that's awesome, man. I thought it was a great game. So much fun. I can't wait to see what he what he does next, him and his team do next. So Me and my uh, Game Pass fandom here, I'm thinking like, dude, this has been on Game Pass for like over a year now. And I'm sitting there thinking, but it still sold 7 million copies. It's another thing that kind of, I don't know if it straight defeats the argument on like, oh, well, people don't buy games if it's on Game Pass. I just don't, I don't know. I, I, I mean, 7 million is a lot, but it's also one game of the year from a ton of people and it's super popular and everyone could just be buying elsewhere, right? And it's yeah. still making that regardless. So maybe, I don't know, it's it's a mixture of multiple things, but I'm still not sold on the, if a company puts a game on Game Pass, they're done for. Because if like they got their bag from Microsoft and that's all that's going to happen to them and it's going to end up killing gaming in the long run. I don't buy that argument. I just don't. Yeah, yeah. This is this is one of the arguments that are in place here. Like, 
supporting me on. Yeah, but it takes two sold seven million copies, and that thing's been on Game Pass for a while. So yeah, awesome game, man. Well deserved. I'm I'm glad it's doing so well. The game is really really like I don't think I've played a game. All right, I know I've mentioned in the past that um I love that Nier does this thing where it switches genres throughout the game. Yeah. This is every level. Is every level is something completely different, which I thought was awesome, man. So very, very cool game. Yeah, I mean, we, we've spoken on it many times, but this is a phenomenal game. If you have yet to play it, definitely play it. You definitely need to play co-op, though. I guess you, you have to play co-op. So Yeah, yeah, you have to. I, I think I think you can matchmake, if I'm not mistaken, with a random person. I'm not 100% sure Don't on that, though. No, yeah. That's a good question. I, actually, I kind of want to... It takes... No. No? Okay. I, I don't know why I thought that was a, a feature. The game will come with like a friend pass so the friend can join you and they don't have to buy the game as well. Yeah, I know but about that. But it I says there is no matchmaking facility and it takes two. Gotcha. Okay. Which I don't know if you'd want to do with a random person anyway, because that'd be kind of hard to uh, communicate <laughs> of oh, like, yeah. what yeah, needs to be done. So. It definitely would be. Getting my Steam Deck on Wednesday, which of record this episode is going to be out when I receive it. It's a great birthday present. <laughs> yeah, right. But I have yet to get it now. So what I was doing, it was like, okay, well, what's in my library currently that I can even play on this thing? And I found like 55 deck verified and 24 deck playable. Now I know that you could still just play whatever else could be in there and it just hasn't been tested yet. Or there's maybe a quick little easy workaround to get it working that won't take a lot of effort. Some games, it could take a lot of effort. It's just sort of an unknown thing. But these, at least, are like, you know you're good for sure. Without any extra setup when it comes to the 55 deck verified. So out of those, I've listed a few of like what I really want to dive into. The Cuphead DLC, which... I am playing through and we'll get to that. Uh, Super okay. Hexagon, like you said, last show was like seven, eight cents. So I just bought Yeah, that. bought that. Yep, yep. Better Go Rising. I want to replay that. I haven't played it since release and I never beat it. So I figured I was like, oh, cool. I'll play that. That's supposed to be like perfect on it. Vampire Survivors, that will be a perfect game on it. Might and Magic, Clash of Heroes, Metagross Solid 5, Sonic Generations, No Man's Sky, Mega Man 11, Divinity Original Sin 2. Uh, especially this last one here, Divinity Original Sin 2. It's really hard to find motivation to play that game because like, it's so that long and I don't so want to sit at my computer desk and play. But if I could play on the Steam Deck, that would help me a great deal to play through that game. Yes, to- I think that's a, a great choice. Before you continue, I was going to throw a suggestion on here for you, but it looks like you got the first one already. I was going to say To the Moon. And it looks like it's in playable category. I'm oh, sure it's yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. I threw it in here. Um, I'm sure it's just one small thing. Like, like maybe you have to use a mouse, so you have to use a trackpad and make it weird or something. I don't know. I'm sure it'll be fine, but it's so such a simple game. But I'm gonna throw in the sequels in here for you, and you can double check if they fall in here. But you have to play these games, man. They're just okay. So the sequels to To the Moon. Yeah. So so it goes okay. To the Moon. Then there's a Bird Story, which is a shorter interlude between to the moon and finding paradise and then i mean to the moon is already short right i mean it's how yeah but to the to the moon is maybe oh man i'm gonna double check myself before i say the wrong thing i, I want to say it's i was like guessing four three to four hours. hours and then okay. so i'll tell you i'll tell you the times right now so to the moon and by the way these games i'm telling you guys who are listening right now i have yet these to games play them, so are know. super underrated they're incredible games like really 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 good games very simple point and click but man, the story and the dialogue, the characters, amazing. Um, so To the Moon, it says about four hours, right? A bird story, which is the bridge between To the Moon and Finding Paradise, is about one and a half, okay? Okay. Then Finding Paradise is about five. And then the last one, which I have yet to play, and I have it right on my um, Steam Deck. What is it it's like Imposter something. Imposter Factory is four hours, okay? Okay. So I'm going to throw those four on you for you. Honestly, so... So think about that. What? To the Moon 4, Final Paradise 5, that's 9, hour and a half, 10 and a half, and then 4. So you can reasonably get through all these. Grinding out a TV series or something. I get it. Yeah. 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 And and the last thing I'll say is they have, um, there's two mini episodes. They're like videos that you watch. They're not actual gameplay um, that go in between these. So the whole thing all together, you could probably finish in the time that it would take you a a normally, a normally, uh, you know, Length game. Length game, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Good games, though. Great games. 
I put that there because of you, because it was like yeah, yeah. episode way back in like the beginning of our episodes. You were you were mentioning that a lot, and so right. I was like always had it in the back of my head. And I was like, well, let, let me add that. But and then there, so the twenty four deck playable out of that twenty four, what I'm gonna like dive into be like for sure the Lord of the Rings online. I've been recently going into that with a friend. It's actually really good. It's a lot of fun. It's better, way better than I thought it'd be. Uh, sure. Bravely Default two. Uh, which again, I have yet to uh, play. Yeah, GTA Five. I never beat the campaign to this thing. Oh man! And I was game. like, hey, if it's on the Steam Deck, maybe I'll play it there. Maybe it'll actually get me to play through the campaign. Sure. Um, anyway, Sonic Adventure Two, a game I also never actually completed. I played it like as a kid way back in the day, but that was like goofing around with a level or two. I never actually really played beginning to end. Right. Command and Conquer Red Alert Three. My favorite RTS of all time. I love this game. The uh, expansion pack is also compatible as well. But I'm so excited to dive into Command and Conquer Red Alert Three. Uh, Civilization Five. I never played a Civilization game, but I had it in my library, and I could be like, "Well, this would be cool Steam Deck, maybe." So I want to give that a shot. Disgaea. I love the Disgaea series. So like one and two were on there. Trackmania. I'm a Trackmania nut. I mean. Back whenever I was like probably 19 to 23 range, it was like a daily thing for me. Like me and my friends would hop on there, play for a few hours. And it is, it's so much fun to just try to get like the best time. Uh, Basically it'll run for about 15, 20 minutes on a certain track. Right. And then it'll keep clocking your lap speed. And at the end of the 15 minutes, whoever got the best time, wins that whole competition in that 15 minutes and you're just constantly retrying the track multiple times and the tracks are insanity i mean these are just custom things that people build and of course like people could make way cooler stuff than me or you would probably make and the fact that i can play some of the best tracks ever made and try to compete and all that i get really really addicted to it so and then all those to the moon games are gonna be awesome and then oh, I never played Doku Doku Literature Club, and I hear about it all the time. It's a and very I, interesting game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where to start explaining it. Just play it. and Yeah. <laughs> Did you beat it, though? Because apparently it has some <laughs> twist and all of this mess. And- yeah. So I played it, you know, like a blind playthrough at first. Then I got to the end, I think, and I was like, okay, that was it. And then I started looking things up. and I was like, oh, I got to do this and this and this kept going okay okay that's kind of crazy yeah so i've got a lot that i'm sort of like trying to see but i already have like a huge library and i'm excited to dive into all of this sort of stuff but i'm excited for you man it's it's so cool having the steam deck man just having all those games at your fingertips any given time it's just such a such a cool thing i can't i still kind of it's the same sort of premise with like switch of like you know like okay well docking in my tv now i can play a big screen well, it's the same thing with Steam Deck is like, oh, if I want a big, I just switch over to my PC. Now I play in there. And then once I go on the go, I just play on the handheld and I go between the two. I love that. I love that. So now these are just what like Steam is playable and all of that and sort of library. I'm going way deeper than this. I'm getting Final Fantasy 11, Final Fantasy 14 working on this thing. I'm doing yeah. an emulation route, all of that mess. So like I'll be tinkering it with a lot. I'll be trying to get games working way outside of the realm of possibility just to see what I can do. So, yeah. Sure, sure. I got to buy a power bank, though. I have yet to, and I really need to. I, I got an SD card, though. So so the system gotcha. I got is only 64 gig. I can't really fit anything on that thing. I right. bought a 256 card. That will at least get me, like, started where I could at least have, like, 10, 15 games installed, depending on, like, how big I really go. But a lot, a lot of games are actually kind of small. Like, I don't know. It just super depends. I'm going to look right now. I looked it up in the SD card. Like when I look up any load times, I was kind of worried on like, well, you know, it won't load as fast through the SD card. It was like every test of every game that I tried to look up and see the load times were so close to similar. It wasn't even funny. So I was like, oh, cool. So it really doesn't matter. So I could stick like a two terabyte SD card in this thing and then just be solid and not really have to worry about load times or anything like that. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to go to my library and right now I have 16 games installed. And so let's see how big some of these are. Like, uh, these are just flat off of, um, your base gigabyte. You haven't put in an SD card in. Yes. Just because I got the, um, 
the largest size. So for now, I'm good. I'm trying to find out where it says exactly the size here because menu is a little different than um, than on the computer. Let's see, options maybe? Properties, here we go. <clears throat> okay. So, okay, a tiny game. Let me give you the small end first. Like Vampire Survivors is 245 megabytes, right? Yeah. Well, let's go to something bigger. Like uh, I'm going to go to Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which is Shadow of the Tomb Raider is 35 gigs. Okay. So, yeah, so that's a, that's a pretty big that's a triple A game, you know, a big one. Let's go yeah. somewhere in the middle. Maybe like um Hitman 2, maybe that's still pretty big, but let's just see. Ooh, that's that's a big one. It's a hundred nine. But I think oh, Hitman wow, 2 okay. has has Hitman 1 in it as well. All all one, two, and three have one, two, and three all in it. So whichever one you Jeez. get, all the contents can be also included. Okay, um, you big. just have that's to big. technically like purchase it and then it'll be playable, but it all comes included. All in right, it. let's check one more. How about Cuphead with the DLC? Five gigs. Okay. You know, it's not too bad. But if I look at my um man, that hitman thing surprised me. I didn't know it was that big. <laughs> if I look at my just my storage in general. Yeah, how much do you, how much how much room do you have left here? All right. Uh storage right here. Okay, so I have two hundred ten gigs free right now of four sixty five. So yeah, easily hitman is the biggest thing. Mafia definitive edition, thirty six gigs, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, thirty five. Soma, 20, Devil May Cry Collection, 12, and they just get progressively lower from there. I got a lot of the smaller games, but... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, not cool. Not too bad. Let's get into what we're watching, what we're playing. All right, it seems like you got more going on than me, so I'll keep mine brief. I'm still playing uh, Cuphead DLC. I, when I went away this last week, I played a lot on the way down to where I was going, like on the train, on the plane. Yeah. It was really fun. Um, but then on after that, it kind of just, I don't know, just haven't been, I feel like Cuphead requires a certain mood, you know, I have to be ready to really think and be yes. quick and move fast, you know? I was playing it last night. I played in total. I'm like three hours into the DLC. Right. I didn't have my save on Steam. My saves are on Switch is where I played it. So right. I had to get to the point where I could even play the DLC to even start it. Yeah. The DLC, I really love the new character. And yeah. it makes me rethink the whole game because it's very different mechanics. You have to like very roll dodge. And that's the way you get a few invisible frames there. And right, uh, right. with the new character. Plus, I have this new move. I, don't, I guess it came with the DLC, but it, it's like a red shot. It's like crack shot, but it like shoots, but also projectiles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that one. That and I've been good. using that a ton. And I'm trying to stick to just using the new character. And I don't think she is easier. To be honest, I had a hard time learning her. It was a huge learning curve to get around her mechanics because it's like a quick little jump then the second jump is big and then i have to like roll dodge on the ground to get the invisible frames instead of like dashing and doing the smoke you know there there's right. so many things you got to kind of wrap your head around and she feels very awkward and i kept dying a ton and now that i'm like really into her now i kind of don't want to get off of her because things are going so well now <laughs> in terms of me yeah. understanding how to play with her so i haven't been playing with her although i can totally see what you're saying like when i picked her up i'm like some things are easier some things are harder it just really depends your yeah. style, honestly she's got one extra hit point which that's pretty big but then again her uh like her first jump out of her double jump sucks it, it sets you up to get hit all the time yeah, easily yeah. or the dash to parry is kind of harder in my opinion i think it's harder uh, i've seen some people say it's easier when, to do that but i think i'd rather jump and, and parry i don't like how i have yeah. to dash to parry it makes it way harder for me yeah well most things that you parry they're, they're coming from the, the top corner of the yes. screen or the top of the screen <laughs> or something's coming down towards you you know so mm -hmm. anyway i i beat the whole game again i, I just flew through okay. it again. I, I was nice. enjoying it so much i beat the whole thing again started the dlc and i've probably beaten like two two bosses of the dlc so far so okay. um i've done yeah. four of them so really really fun really enjoying yeah it. and okay and also i've still been playing tunic pretty far very very i'm pretty sure i'm close to the end at this point um and then i kind of slowed down but i'm at a point now where you're doing think of like the the wind waker when you're going to get those pieces and okay, putting them together yeah. and then you're going to finish the game that's kind of like what I'm something similar to that, you know? Okay. So I'm in the final stretch. I was at, I was actually stuck in tunic for a little while 
there was a boss. Like, I'm over here playing Cuphead. The whole screen is filled with projectiles. I'm beating the boss. And then I go play Tunic, and I can't beat this freaking boss <laughs> who's just whooping me. Um, but no, Same I finally beat him. happened to me with Mega Man 11. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I was just, like, really shocked. I can't. I played through this first level, I don't know how many times, probably like eight times that eventually gave up. I'm like, dude, I can play <laughs> Cuphead. Like, and I play a boss maybe two or three times and I beat him. Mega Man 11, I, clink, I can't even beat the first level. And I've, I'm dying way more often. I'm like, is Mega Man harder than Cuphead? Like, <laughs> this is really weird. But I it's think so it's funny. just a fact of we already played through the whole game. We eventually got really good at that yeah. particular thing. That's all it is, honestly. I think that's all it is. But yeah, I'm I'm very shocked that I'm having a harder time with Mega Man than in Cuphead because so many people say Cuphead's one of the hardest platformers they've ever played. Yeah, yeah, people say it. So anyway, anyway, once I get kind of out of this funk, back into playing like normal, um, I'm sure I'll finish Tunic. And the last game is the Quarry, which uh, I'm still at the same spot I was last time. I got a few hours in, really enjoying it. I just got to go back to it. That's all. So okay, kind of light for me this week. So. I'm still just catching up on Monster Hunter Rise and Xenoblade Chronicles. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles more so, just like last week. But, man, I'm getting really, really, really close to the end. And I, nice. I every time I keep thinking that I'm getting like, oh, I'm about to beat it, something, of course, major or weird happens. Dude, the twist, though, that just happened to me is so mind-blowing, and I wish I could talk about it so but I was not expecting it. This most unexpected thing, like... If you were to play the very beginning and then guess what would happen at the end, I think you could put the two together and it wouldn't be that shocking. But so many things transpire that make you think, oh, I totally get what's going on here after you go deeper and deeper in. And it keeps like it's almost like quadruple faking you out to the point to where, oh, now, since so much crazy stuff has happened, we're almost going to make the thing you would expect from the beginning then take place and screw up everything prior to it. it's such a mind f like i'm so oh i love i love the decisions they made with how this game ends and i'm just like i get it now and when i go back to play two i'm so glad i stopped too because yes i definitely have gotten spoiled on if i wouldn't have done this it would have ruined the whole experience like anyway gotcha. The things I know now, it's like gold, and I wish I could uh, talk about them. I would love to do some sort of spoiler cast thingy with this game. I need, I need to find somebody that has played through this series and get them. I got I got to play it, man. It's, oh my it's god, seems, is it seems good? Seems so good. Seems so great. <laughs> I love it. Um, anyway, so I'm about I'm about to finally beat it. Jump back onto two, and I have this whole new perspective on what I just found out. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, okay, and and how long would you say Xenoblade Chronicles has taken you? Again, you, I'm having too much fun, and I keep doing side stuff. If I can be strict and mainline it and not go off the beaten path, I'm confident on 40 hours. Very confident on that. I keep getting like, yeah, but I kind of want this thingy, and I'm going to go off here and get this item or get this thing. Like, And I'm definitely detouring a lot just because I love the world too much and I keep wanting to like, and I'm, I'm trying so hard to restrain myself because I really need to beat this and really beat two before this third comes out. So I'm trying my best not to detour anymore, but gotcha. towards the end of the game, it's kind of coming together at a point where there's not much, not too much detours anyway. But I know, I know damn sure I spent like, I'm talking 50 hours detouring. I'm hitting 90 hours now. Right. And okay. more of the game have I spent, on miscellaneous stuff than I have on just going through the main story stuff easily. So that's, I feel pretty confident on saying like, it's like 40 main line, 50 side. Okay. Which I'm just shocked that they even able to put this much into a Wii game. I don't get how they did that, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Um, but yeah. And then the second one's even a little shorter, but again, like they both have the same problem on, they give you, really good reasons to go off the beaten path but yeah the one thing i got from that game that i thought was way ahead of its time and very very user friendly is being able to um get a side quest and complete it and that's it and you don't have to go yeah, back yeah. to the person exactly. that is like a game changer for me i was yes. so annoying in games when you have to do that 
So let's say you're collecting items, right? And I'm, I'm hitting, even at, towards the end of the game here, I just found a random item off to the side. And then it pops up with like me completing something on something I accepted at near the beginning of the game, right? But I don't yep. have to sit there and try to make my way all the way back to Colony 6 and talk to this person and complete the quest. Like, you know what I mean? You don't have to mess with all of that. So, yeah. That's awesome. Really, really, really good. I mean, it's phenomenal game and I, I i get people because at the time i didn't get it because i was just i was biased i couldn't stand the graphics of it it looked horrible to me and i was just like i can't do it i'm like we're playing like ps3 360 games hd and then i'm going back to this thing where i can't even make out their face because it's all pixelated ugly crap on wii and so i didn't right. give it much of a shot but i mean people are throwing tens at this thing left and right and uh, i get it it's it's so good but yeah, I've only heard great things. So one day, one day I'll get back to that game. <laughs> uh, again, playing Mega Man 11. This game is way, 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 way harder than I was expecting. I'm, I'm really like, I need to just not, I just have such an urge to play it because I love Mega Man so much. I just want to play it anyway before my Steam Deck gets here. And I just right. need to like restrain myself. I need to do the same with Cuphead too, but I just like, I really want to play it on like, I want to experience that thing and I want to, I love Cuphead and Mega Man too much, and I want to. I'm trying to save it, but well, you're so close. So, put my energy into Klonoa Fantasy Revere series. It's Klonoa One and Two remake. I've been talking about like me really looking inside to it. It came out. I'm playing it. I'll just say this: I I cracked it to see what it was like. I love it. I deleted it. <laughs> it's forty bucks. I'm gonna buy it. Play it on my Steam Deck. I'm just I'm going to wait till I get this thing. Find a good. Let me beat Mega Man. Let me beat Cuphead. And then I'm gonna buy Kanoa and play through that. I just wanted to make sure the remakes were good because I was really worried on like them just not remaking it well or them screwing it up or anything like that. But no, everything's great. So I know I'm good there, and uh, I'm going to wait to buy once I clear through the other stuff because it's another 2D platformer. There's not a single game like this, not even close. It's so weird. I mean, it's a puzzle 2D platform or whatever, but it's not 2D, it's 3D. You can, like, there's things in the foreground and background and all that. You can mess with things in various ways. But more importantly, it's just like, how do I say it? As you're going through the screen, every five or 10 seconds, there's just a little mini puzzle on, like, they're not hard at all. It's more of like puzzles with the enemies. You have to grab an enemy and you have to figure out what to do with an enemy to get forward. So there may be like um, an enemy in a weird spot where you got to grab another enemy and throw it at him and kill him in a way that caused something to fall down so you can go forward. Or maybe you need to get behind an enemy and throw them in different directions, but they purposely have this shield and a bunch of things up to make it harder to get from behind them. But every enemy is a puzzle and a challenge to continue forward. That's how the game functions. Gotcha. And it's, it's hard to really like find games similar to that approach. So I really, really like it. I gotcha. Okay. And then Obi-Wan Kenobi, I give up on this series. I was really, I was liking it. And then like, I just finished that third episode that everyone was like super high on. Right. And that was the worst lightsaber fight oh, I've ever no. saw. In my entire life. <laughs> I still got to catch up. So bad. I'm just like, Dude, this is supposed to be the highlight, and I'm cringing harder than I've ever in my entire life. And once I finished that episode, and I was like, well, one and two weren't that good. And like, I liked one. It, it had a good little setup, built good world building, blah, blah, blah. Second episode was pretty corny and weird or whatever. But gotcha. I was like, hey, it's not horrible. Episode three is supposed to be the highlight of this series, and that was one of the worst things I've ever seen. So I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, oh boy. I, I only have yeah. three more episodes to go, so it's like I might as well watch it. But I did not; I hated it. I hated it. It just yeah, that sucks. It ruined it. Ruined Obi One for me. It's like it was it was such a bad lightsaber fight, and it was just like I don't I don't know. I couldn't handle it. It's like they were playing with like they were purposely toy lightsabers. They're like half the size they usually are. The it looked like they were like really old and could barely was you know how i was saying with the new matrix movie like how like the characters didn't really like neo didn't move nearly as good as he did when he was in his 20s because he actually is older but they were like leaning into that and that being the lore of it and all that well this is this is not the case they're like darth vader this is the beginnings of him being darth vader and he's supposed to be at his prime darth vader right now 
and this is the cringiest Darth Vader crap I've ever seen in my entire life. So I just was like, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's, oh, that sucks. It's killing Star Wars for me. It's making me not enjoy it. Like I've been meaning to go back to it, but that makes me not even want to rush back towards it. <laughs> no, and maybe, I mean, I'm very curious. I want you to see it badly now because I want to see if like, are you in a similar boat as me? Because I'm curious, like some people really liked it though. I don't, I don't okay. know. Okay. Maybe it's well, just me, but I was, I hated it. I hated it. I was just like, I was like, no, nah, I'm just going to keep Star Wars good in my head and not mess with this anymore. <laughs> That's, That's how crazy. I was saying it. But well, I, uh, I forgot to mention this before, but now that we're talking about shows, I have been watching the boys and man, that show is fantastic. It's really, I really well. good. I forgot to mention that I'm, I'm finally watching through it. I'm in like the, what, fifth Where or sixth at? episode of the first season. Oh, the so. fr- okay. Yeah. Oh, dude, it gets I really like so, it. so good. I thought the first season was really good. I thought the second season was also good, but probably like the first season a little more. But I'll tell you, this third season is on another level, man. It's cool. so, so good. Like the guy who plays Homelander needs to win some sort of award or something. My God, he's <laughs> just he's just nuts, man. He's the best. So, yeah, nice. He, he gives me like uh, King Joffrey vibes. Like people hate him, but they love how he plays the character so well, you know? So, um, he gives me remember gladiator. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, yep. Caesar. He gives me Caesar vibes. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. He's, he's a phenomenal actor and he's really good with Caesar in that role, but you love to hate him. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what it is. So <laughs> yeah, no, I'm cool. definitely gonna keep watching that one. Uh, new game watch here. We're finally starting to get into the good stuff here. And, and the week after this is going to be even better stuff. Uh, we're finally getting out of this rut of not too much. Uh, Loop Mancer, July 13th. Escape Academy, July 14th. Eyes in the Dark, The Curious Case of One Victoria Bloom, July 14th. Room Factory 5, July 15th. I am wanting to get this on Switch. It ran poorly, like not even 30 FPS. You're talking like. 1520 range graphical glitches the whole nine yard it was just awful graphics and performance and all that but i'm hoping the steam version is good and because it's more powerful hardware and it's not looking that demanding of a game so it should just fix all the problems so i want to give that a that a shot that is a big release as dust falls another big release july 19th at dust falls dude like that's that weird looking like um almost like a dark mythology picture sort of game where i was telling you that people can join on their phones or controllers and vote on what's going to happen next and we saw it in the xbox showcase if it looks like real life but it's almost like picture slideshow thing they weren't like actually moving or whatever with the weird right oh yep yep But I've been watching a lot more like videos around this game because developers release some stuff and this game is looking better and better. I want to get people to come over to the house and have like six people and they just whip out their phones almost like we're playing Jackbox, but playing through at Dust Falls and nobody knows what's going to happen next. And we're all voting and arguing on what to do with this and that. Yeah, I love that. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really I'm really excited for that. Ending Extinction is Forever, July 19th. Fallen Angel, July 19th. Into the Breach on iOS and Android. That's that big Netflix exclusive. The episode that you missed when Daniel was on, there was a new story on Netflix is getting the first exclusive. So you, as long as you're a Netflix subscriber, you get access to this Into the Breach for iOS and Android. Okay. So it's a little weird, but anyway, it comes out July strange. 19th. And then Stray. July 19th. Excited for this. Super excited for this. I mean, you can see one frame of that game and just look at all the care and the environment of the little details left and right and know you're going to love it or hate it. It looks beautiful, man. I'm I'm very excited. I feel like it's going to be one of those games that come along every so often. It's just so different, you know, than what you've been playing. Yes. So definitely excited for that. And and on my, man, I'm thinking on my computer too. It's going to look so good. God, Mm -hmm, I can't wait. mm -hmm, Mm hmm. I mean, Steam Deck, right? Like, I'm curious how that's going to work with that. That's that's the weird thing that I just realized is, like, as these new games come out, we actually don't even know how they're going to work on Steam Deck till they release. And it's going to be this question now of, like, okay, well, I guess I need to wait for this to come out and then see how the Steam Deck performance is going to be, depending on if I'm going to, like, play there or not and how all that but we won't know till people basically read other people's reviews on them playing on it and all that. 
So yeah, agreed. Well, it'll be case by case, I guess. Hopefully, yeah. uh, they do a good job with them going forward. You know. But yeah, Stray Stray would be cool to play in that as well. Yep. All right. Well, uh, that'll do it. Unless you got anything more. That's all I got for this this week. But I'm gonna try to uh, to get moving on on these games here. It's so funny because I've been waiting for the summer for so long to be able to get some game time in. And now I'm just kind of like, you know, 10 o'clock rolls around. Like I should play tonight. I'm like, I'm just going to lay down for a bit. And next thing you know, you're sleeping. So yeah, I I got this rune factory five. I got a dust falls. I got stray. And then I'm about to get Xenoblade Chronicles three. And then I'm about to get Splatoon three, which I'm huge on. So like, I'm about to start getting some stuff and get this ball rolling. Pretty exciting, man. Good time. So anyway, that's all we got for this week. I think see y'all next week. See you guys later. Bye.